Hey, sis, pull on up, grab your green smoothie for this chat today. It's time for Grown Woman Stuff with me, Julie Jones. As we unpack our grown woman stuff together through every age and every stage. But can I keep it 100? I really want to be as fly as possible the older I get. I want to look good in my jeans. I don't want to be having to wear no moo-moos and have old lady style. No shade to the moo-moos. I mean, I may not be rocking my t-shirt tight in the knot. I just think I've overcome that season. But there's nothing wrong with wanting to be fly and fabulous after 50 or increasing your chance of longevity, right? And recently, I saw something that encouraged my spirit. The birthday shoot is 70-year-old Babette Davis. Hunty, she was working that swimsuit, she would give 20-somethings a run for their money. So you know I was like, hashtag age goals, right? But how do we get on the path to aging like fine wine, longevity, and better overall health? Enter in my girly Sosa E, known as Raw Girl. You can check her out at therawgirl.com. She's a dynamic certified nutrition specialist, behavioral coach, and host of the Staying Ageless podcast. Clients who have worked with her have lost hundreds of pounds, reversed nutritional deficiencies, healed cystic and hormonal acne, and so much more. In fact, she's launching her Staying Ageless 30 Plus program online this Sunday, February 28th. So let's get the tea, or shall we say healthy green tea, with my sis, Isosa E. Okay, so, you know, we talking grown woman stuff with Julie Jones, but part of being a grown woman is you you get older. I don't want to say old, but you get older. But my girl, Isosa E, is on the line, known as Raw Girl. She's about to kick off her staying ageless 30-plus university. How you doing today, sis? I am doing so well. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I love talking to you on my show. Uh, you gave me so much energy. You made me feel like I could drop it a bus it till I'm 75, although I won't be doing the bus it <laughs> challenge online. <laughs> Girl, you got, to, you got to watch your knees. You got to make sure you got all your, your, your fish oil and stuff. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but you know, you have a background as a certified nutrition specialist, behavioral coach. You host the Stain Ageless podcast. Isosa, how did you get involved in the work that you do, particularly as this helps so many women? Man, it was like my own personal journey that led me. I've been vegan since I was 13. I kind of had a health crisis in my early 20s. I had a lot of acne, chronic mm. fatigue, couldn't figure out what was going on. I became a raw foodist. And I literally ate only 100% raw food. Of, within two, three months, my skin had completely cleared. My life was back to normal. Oh, wow. And I was like, that was interesting. And then I started writing about it. So I started blogging. I started a blog called Raw Girl in a Toxic World. And I blogged for five plus years. And I started to get these messages from people telling me all their business, child, all mm. their business, <laughs> being like, hey, I got this health problem. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I am not a doctor. Please, <laughs> please go find a professional. And I just got tired of turning people away. I really wanted to help people. So I went back to school, got my master's so that I could really understand how to approach different chronic conditions from the nutrition and holistic wellness standpoint. That is an amazing story because you actually went back to school for this whole thing that you did that came from a place of your own issue. And I think that speaks Isosa, to women, whether you struggle with weight, skin issues, depression, taking your own story and making it into something. Did you ever expect it to blow up like this, though? No, like I was not expecting to be a nutritionist child. I was already <laughs> working as a producer and actress and I did never envision this life for myself at all, but God had other plans, you know? Damn. And so just taking the time. And then it was like, when I started to see clients, every time I would see clients, they would get better. And so it was a sign that I was moving in the right mm. direction. And now I just, I really love the work that I do. There's nothing more gratifying than seeing someone not only heal their condition, but then that, how that affects every other aspect of their lives. 
Now tell me a little bit more about that, because sometimes we think it's just one issue, like maybe our mood or like you talked about dealing with acne or weight gain. But that can seep into our emotional and mental well-being, too. Yes. And vice versa. So a Mm. lot of people with so I've had clients with depression, anxiety, they literally will come to me with that problem and leave without it. And sometimes it's because they were nutritionally deficient. So it's really important if you're anxious or if you have depression, of course, medication definitely can help. And medication is sometimes required. But one thing that is always missing from the uh, equation is that people don't ask you, child, do you get your B vitamins in? Do you get your magnesium in? (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. have you gotten in these specific nutrients that actually are required for your mood to be okay? And then the other thing that happens with, with emotions is there's a thing called the gut brain connection. So our gut and our brain are connected. So literally if your gut floor is off, if you're having digestive issues and things like that, that can also affect your mood. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's really important to look at it holistically so that we can really deal with it from that perspective and solve the root cause problem. Now, when we talk about mood and you speak of food, the first thing I'm thinking is, you know, sometimes like, you know, a cookie or two will make me feel better. But technically, and I'm just going, (laughs) I'm just going to ask you, Sosa, tell me the hard truth that I may not want to hear. My cookie, my cookie habit or cupcake habit, that's really not helping me emotionally, is it? No, unfortunately, it's not, especially when it's refined sugar. Okay, okay. so here's my caveat, right? Mm-hmm. I have this whole thing. Like we we have, sometimes we have emotional attachments to food that are unhealthy. And obviously we use food to soothe ourselves, you know, to feel a little bit better. So that in itself can be unhealthy. But when we're talking about refined sugar, a lot of people are on that sugar train and they're addicted yes. and they're doing it often. And what happens is you get that spike in blood sugar and then you crash. And when you crash, your mood also goes with it, child. So you end up with the whole mm. situation where you might be hangry, cranky, or just people don't want to be around you around that moment. And that's also because you're going on this roller coaster because your blood sugar levels are not stable. So super important, not only for mood, but also for aging. Sugar is one of the first things that I would get rid of because sugar ages you quick. Okay, so let's let's pause on that. So how does sugar, because you know, sugar, you saw say it feels, you know, it feels so good, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, sis, I, I'm trying to be fine at like 75. So how is the sugar, you know, going to affect the fineness? <laughs> well, I figured this out a while ago. I have this auntie in London who I hadn't seen in a decade. And I saw her a decade later, she looked exactly the same. And I was like, child, I'm going to need the whole memo. And she was like, I don't eat sugar. And I was like, interesting. And then I was doing research and I was like, oh, right. So there's this thing called the glycation process. And when we eat high sugar, high fat foods, things think about like a donut or Mm -hmm. even like barbecue ribs, because you got sugar in that barbecue sauce and you got high fat in the meat, right? You're eating high sugar, high fat, it triggers the creation of these advanced glycation end products that basically like latch on to proteins and the specific proteins that we want to be concerned about are mm. collagen and elastin yeah. and they help break them down. And so the more of these kinds of foods you're eating, the more likely you're going to age at a rapid rate. Whereas if you're eating sugar, but you're doing it from, cause you, sugar never comes in nature without fiber, right? Okay. So if you have a fruit and it has fiber with it, you're good you know, because that's going to affect your body in another way. You have nutrients coming in. But when you're talking about refined sugar, that's highly processed, then you're, you're really just going to age very rapidly because of that. And I know we say like black don't crack, but it sounds like to me, the refined sugar could cause the black to crack. 
Yes, for sure. Or at least the black will have diabetes while it's. <laughs> yeah. See, you, you don't want to do that because, you know, and that does affect, you know, more people of color, diabetes. And you hear about people, you know, having to get amputations or exactly. early death from diabetes. So the sugar really is a serious thing. Oh, gosh, I got to learn to wean yes, myself sugar, off. high, just processed foods mm-hmm. in general, sugar, high fat, all of those things are not going to help us. But if we're eating not processed foods, so we're eating whole foods, things that we can pronounce, we look at our labels and we're not seeing 15, 20 things we don't recognize, we're more likely to, to be on the good foot and keep our blood sugar levels stable, keep our health in check. Now, you specialize in plant-based nutrition and transitioning. Now, for those of us who have been eating meat since we've come from the womb, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> like, how do you make that transition? I think he's so sad. Now, I could live without red meat. Like, seriously, yeah. I could be like, yeah. never have red meat and I would be cool. You know, yeah. I like my chicken. I like my fish. How do you yeah. make that transition into a plant-based diet? Well, the the transition process is different for each person. Okay. I but I generally say this. Like so there's some people who are like I want to go cold turkey and they mm. just literally just stop for a period of time and then they just feel better. So that's also a nice way to do it because you can kind of really feel what it feels like for you and whether or not you feel balanced, you can kind of tweak it. But then some people ease into it. So they're like, okay. all right, let me reduce the amount of meat I am consuming. So, cause most people, some people are actually just eating too much of it. Mm-hmm. They're eating meat at every single meal. Yeah. And it's just excessive. And then obviously we have the problem of factory farming in America and the horrible state of our meat industry, right? So you, if you're not eating organic meat, you, you don't know what hormones and, and antibiotics and other things are being pummeled into your body every time you're eating your chicken right? Or whatever mm-hmm. it is you're eating. So it's really important that um, you could also do the gradual phase. So you could just go, okay, I'm going to do meatless Mondays, or I'm going to do, you know, only three times a week. And sometimes that's how people cut it down. Some people also cut it down by going, okay, I'm just going to do fish only mm-hmm. fish and vegetables, which is more like a Mediterranean diet. I'm going to try this out. Um, and, and then I'm going to slowly wean off of that. So th- those are ways to do it. Now, I don't really believe that every single person is meant to have the same diet, which is why Mm -hmm. I work with women to figure out the diet and exercise that's best for them. But I do believe the plant-based diet has so many benefits, especially when you already are ill child, but it Mm -hmm. has so much research as far as um, longevity, as far as just healing so many chronic conditions that people are dealing with, everything from diabetes, hypertension, cancer, so, I mean, you can't go wrong with eating more plants, even if you're not all the way on the I'm 100 percent plant based wagon. OK, I think I could I could definitely do the fish. Now, I've done meatless money the past two Mondays and I got really, really cranky. But I think it was a mind thing. I do. I think yes. I was like, oh, my God, I would love a turkey burger right now. But it's meatless Monday. So I got to eat right. these beans and cabbage. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I hear you. <laughs> But, you know, you've worked with so many women and they've done everything to lose like hundreds of pounds, to reverse their acne, even hair loss. And and for women, particularly black women, you know, the hair loss or the hair thinning is something that we have to be mindful of, especially as we get older. How does the diet, what's the diet hair connection, Isosa? Oh, man, it's so huge. And, you know, people ask me this all the time because my hair grows like wildfire, child. My hair is crazy and out of control. And people always want to know what I'm doing. And I'm like, I can't tell you that it's genetic. Mm -hmm. I know because my mother does that, you know, but I could tell you that my diet is on point and my nutrition's on point. So nutrition is everything for hair. But the other thing that's really important for hair, in addition to getting 
all of our essential nutrients, um, zinc, sulfur, um, everyone knows biotin, but there's other vitamins that are also mm-hmm. very essential for hair growth, protein, enough protein is also important um, because you can have protein deficiency and have your hair falling mm-hmm. out. But I see a lot of women who have hormonal imbalance okay. and their hair has stopped growing or is thinning because of birth control and because of other horm- underlying hormonal conditions. And that is a whole other thing because then you have to go through the process of balancing your hormones, um, eating right and, and rebalancing your whole body in order for your hair to also start growing back. Oh, wow. So Isosa E, known as The Raw Girl, you have to check out the website, therawgirl.com. But you're about to kick off the Staying Ageless University on February 21st, Staying Ageless for the 30 plus. Tell me more about this, because when we think of being 30, like that's not old, right? And the closer you get to 40 and 50, you're like, oh, wait a minute. Is this is this older and all? But it starts. It does start like at 30. It really does. There's a huge shift at 30 mindset wise. I don't know how you felt, but I felt mm-hmm. this huge shift. All of a sudden I stopped caring a little less about what people thought. Right. <laughs> right. But then you also, I think 30 is also the moment where things catch up with you because before then you might've been chilling and eating whatever and not really exercising, whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, I can't get away with that late night. I need to sleep a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I just need to pay attention to self-care a bit more. So when I came up with seeing ages 30 plus, I realized it was a very crucial, you know, turning point in my life, but it wasn't just me. It was like a whole bunch of other women where we get to this place where we're like, we really need to start paying attention and paying it forward so that we can live like Miss Sicily and all these yes, fabulous yeah. older, um, you know, people who are, have all their mental faculties, no medications, all that stuff. So Staying Ages 30 Plus is was designed based on like me figuring out my body, the exercise and diet that's best for me, and then realizing that I could apply it to my clients, help them learn it, and also help them cultivate the habits that are needed to achieve longevity. And when we talk about longevity, we mean, you know, living a longer life. And I know sometimes, you know, Isosa, you got family lineages that live like forever, some who who don't. But just trying to expand your own life, because some of the death that we see around us can be prevented when it's health related. Yes, most of it can. And that's what's so sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, things I mean, we look at the the number of people we've lost in the past two years. Look at Chadwick. Like that just made me weep like colon cancer. I was like, who was his health practitioner? Like, why did this happen? Mm -hmm. Like, You know, there's just so much stuff that's preventable, especially in the black community. So it's really important that not only do we take control of our own health, but know your family history of, of, of disease. Like talk to your parents, talk to your grandparents and find out what were you dealing with? Because what happens is we don't have these conversations and then it creeps up in our lives and the generational disease gets passed down and then we pass it down again. But we can really break the cycle just by changing our lifestyle, getting our diet together, getting our lifestyle together and making sure that, um, that we're every single day doing something to live into the health history we want to create, not just by Mm -hmm. default. So we got the Stain Ages 30 Plus program. It's actually launching February 28th. Am I right? I think I said the 21st, 28th, correct? Yes, ma'am, 28th. Okay, so we can gear up for that on a Sunday. So that is perfect. So what will this involve for the people who decide, you know what, I'm going to be a part of this? Yes. Okay, so it's eight weeks. 
The way we do it is the first four weeks, you get to hang out with me and the group of women. We all, we end up being friend, friends and buddies <laughs> by the end of this thing. So you hang out with me for the first four weeks. I do a lecture every single week. Um, that breaks down specific things in my method. I'm taking you through a whole method of behavioral change. So we go through what diet and exercise is best for you. We go through your body to um, help you learn your body type. We go through behavioral change, how to cultivate healthy habits, how to get rid of bad habits, all of that in the first four weeks. In the first four weeks, you also meet with us one-on-one. So in week two, we meet with everyone one-on-one. And I'm really big on making sure that my programs are not just these group things, one size fits all. So that Mm -hmm. in that one-on-one, we really look at what's going on in your life, child. What habits do you need to add? Or what what rituals do you need to add for you to level up your health? We look at your supplements. We look at your health history and anything that can apply to any conditions you have. And then the last four weeks, there's group coaching. So we have group coaching twice a week. Women can sign on whatever works um, best for them in 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 the group coaching sessions. And those are really awesome because that's to help you when you're implementing. So we call it the implementation phase and you basically take the rituals that we've decided on in your one-on-one and now you're going to put them into practice for 30 days or more so usually right after you have that one-on-one we're like get it get it started Mm -hmm. ain't nobody got time go ahead and go ahead and get it started and you're going to start implementing and during those group coaching sessions you can deal with all the stuff that comes up do i need other recipes a child don't feel like it today i need a little (laughs) need a little extra support with this and women get activated by being in community with other women and so we've had you know women show up and all of a sudden their skin is popping and the other ladies are like oh let me get my water together too okay, you know? okay. so it ends up being activating and, and that community really does help to like add additional accountability and also help you level up this is awesome make sure you check out her website you know you got the stained ageless university you got things on detoxing balancing your hormones but when people make these life changes or they at least make the decision isosa what do you find are the biggest obstacles to fully jumping in both feet and staying committed man there's there's so many but i'll start with there's the busy trap Mm. which is like, I can't figure out how to do it or I, I don't have time to do it. But that that's an issue of prioritizing. And also sometimes it just takes a little brainstorming. You know, I have some clients who have the best laid plans. They're like, yeah, child, I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to do all this stuff. And I'm like, look at me in the eye. Look at me in the eye. You ain't going <laughs> to cook that when you get home. You're going to be tired. Yeah. So why don't we set it up so we can make it easy for yourself? And so sometimes they get a meal delivery service or they have something extra there already prepared just to make sure that they make it easy for themselves. So it's really important to make it easy for yourself, especially at the beginning, because it gives you less excuses. Um, And then we have uh, other common traps or things like, you know, subconscious programming and ways that we deal with food and reward. So people, you know, are used to rewarding themselves by getting an ice cream or getting a cake or, and so, and so sometimes we have to deprogram or, or, you know, deconstruct those Mm -hmm. beliefs and those behaviors so that you have a new relationship with food, because that can be very, um, it could just be very sabotaging for someone that ends up just doing this yo-yo back and forth between healthy habits and unhealthy because they have this very unhealthy relationship with food. And sometimes food is like a comfort factor or just like mindless eating. Like you just grab something. I'm going to watch these shows. I'm going to eat, you know, because I haven't done mm-hmm. it before. But yeah. every year I notice, um, you know, people jumping in the beginning of the new year. We're going to do this cleanse and detox. I'm going to have nothing but smoothies for 35.7 days. So, <laughs> and you know, I never join because I'm always like, I like to chew. 
So that's not happening with me. But <laughs> <laughs> how do you counter the trends like that, which, yeah, they can be momentarily healthy, but as far as sustaining, is that yeah. even possible? Yeah, that's why we integrate behavioral coaching. And that's why I go into teaching people habit forming, how the brain works, how the brain needs rewards, how to trick your own brain into doing things that are healthy. Because the thing, the, the, the problem is that bad habits have feel great on the immediate, but have long-term negative consequences. And good habits sometimes are not fun in the mm -hmm. immediate, but have long-term positive benefits, right? Right, <laughs> so right. We have, we have to create an environment that allows our brain to be like, all right, I want to do this healthy thing. And the cool thing is that in teaching this to people and helping and walking people through the process, we've had people really prove that the method works. So we had a woman who lost 30 pounds within staying ageless and she lost it. When we checked in with her, she had lost another 30 a year later. Oh my gosh. So it was like, she kept going with it. You know, it's, it's not, it's not like it was a fleeting thing. And, and that's the whole thing with me. I'm like, let me kidnap you for eight weeks. And change your life, change your habits, um, and yeah. you can reap the di dividends in the future. Make sure you check out Isosa's website, therawgirl.com. You can sign up for the Staying Ageless 30 Plus. You can check out the podcast. She has other classes available. Just so much information to help people, you know, be able to live long and look good while they do it. Because it's not just, you know, we, we can say you can go get a quick fix. But if your inside is jacked up, it doesn't matter how many Brazilian live. So if you go get something sucked out, you're still unhealthy. <laughs> Yes, I totally <laughs> agree. The Brazilian lifts are not going to help you, child, if you don't have all the other stuff together. Yeah, you be having that lift me fall down. You be like, why do this, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like your skin looks fantabulous. Please make Thank sure you, you go to the rawgirl.com. The Stain Ages 30 Plus program kicks off February 28th. You've got some other great stuff and got to keep up with you. So make sure you go to the rawgirl.com. I thank you so, so for taking time to talk to me again and you know i'm gonna reach out you know when some more stuff come up or you got something else going on let me know because you are always just a chock full of information for me oh awesome thank you so much i really appreciate your time this is always fun to talk to you thanks sis i appreciate you so thank you for joining me for this edition of Grown Woman Stuff with Julie Jones. He's Sosa E, therawgirl.com, her Staying Ageless 30 Plus program, kicking off this Sunday, February 28th. Go to her website for some other great nutritional information. She convicted my whole soul, especially my sugar habit. I love cupcakes, but I want to be fine like Angela Bassett as I get older. Okay, that's just part of our Grown Woman Stuff we deal with, but we're going to get through it together. Don't forget to check your girl out on weekdays on KPRS Hot 103 Jams, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. or kprs.com. Be well, I'll talk to you next time. Music, Alpha Music Library, property, a Carter Broadcast Group.